Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Balanced Birth and Beyond podcast. I'm Olivia, your host, and on this podcast, we will talk about everything related to the journey to conceive, pregnancy, labor, birth, postpartum, parenthood, and beyond. This is a safe space where birth professionals, birthing people, expected parents, and partners can come on and share their knowledge or personal experiences with our listeners. The goal of this podcast is to create connections, share stories, information, and resources to educate and empower people in their own personal journey. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the 50th, 50th episode of the Healthy Balance Birth and Beyond podcast. I cannot believe that we have recorded this many episodes. It is wild to me. It is awesome. It is exciting. I have had so many incredible guests on the podcast and I have more lined up for you guys and I'm just thankful for everyone who listens and for everyone who shares the podcast and for everyone who's come on or is yet to come on but will be coming on soon. I'm so thankful for this platform and for all of the wonderful people that I have connected with. Today is going to be a solo episode with me because I just felt like I needed to hop back on here and do another solo episode with you guys. So today I'm going to be talking about a topic that I have already touched on a little bit back in the summer because I was very fired up about what was going on with certain legislation here in Massachusetts. And so this episode is going to, again, be talking about the importance of being loud about what matters, because it is something that it's has essentially just ignited in my soul. And I do feel that if we are not talking about the things that mean a lot to us, then it's doing a disservice to others because other people may feel sim- similarly. Other people may want to use their voice about certain things, but are not using their voice out of fear of being judged or criticized by others or worrying about what other people think or how they will be treated by others for having different opinions. And honestly, I've been there. I have been holding back on speaking about certain things on this podcast because I was worried about that. I was concerned about what would happen to listeners. We would still have the same amount of people wanting to listen. But I do feel that within the birth space and mothering and parenthood space, I have connected with a lot of very like-minded mothers and individuals who have very similar views that I do because these are things that impact us as mothers and parents and also impact our children and our babies as they grow up. And so at this point in time, I just can't be quiet about things that are detrimentally impacting the overall health and well-being of every person in this world, specifically mothers, babies, and children. We live in a world where we have a lot of sick people. We have a lot of sick infants and children, and these infants and children go into teenagers and adults, and it is something that needs to be addressed. It is something that needs to be discussed. And so I have a variety of different things that I'm going to be touching on today during the podcast, but I just wanted to put it out there that I'm going to be using my voice about things that matter to me. And if it aligns with you, wonderful. If not, that's totally okay. Because one thing I think that this last year has taught me is that 
it is okay to not be liked by everybody. And it's okay to have different opinions and thoughts and views on things than somebody else. And you can still have different views and be friends with somebody. (laughs) So it's just, it's been an interesting year as you all I'm sure know because you've been dealing with the same thing I have. Since almost a year ago, we were told that we needed to be put into quarantine and lockdown for just two weeks, and now here we are. So before I really hop into that, I wanted to touch on the fact that I have always used my voice in regards to the birth space because there have been issues with the birth space within our broken healthcare system, which are still present today and will still be present unless we push back to change them. My passion for that has always been here, but ever since last March when this first all started happening, I feel the need to continue to speak about these things and get louder about them, I guess you would say, because I have been so worried about pregnant mothers since last March when hospitals started putting policies in place, not allowing mothers to have um, doulas as a support system. Um, And then some of them were even saying that their partners couldn't be there with them while they were laboring and giving birth. And that is just not okay on any level. And one thing that many people don't realize is that hospital policies are not laws. And this comes into play when you are laboring and giving birth and making sure that you do know all of your different options making sure that you understand that if they tell you that you need to do something, you don't need to do something because it is your body, it is your choice, it is your baby. But when you come into a year like we've had over this past year where they are putting these policies in place and mothers are not having the support that they need while they are laboring and giving birth, I have been very worried about the trauma that's going to come out of this. I've been extremely worried about it and I've been also worried about more unnecessary medicalized births that did not need to happen. There is already a huge disconnect between women and the idea that they can have positive births, the idea that they can have unmedicated births. Women are being told that their bodies can't do this or their bodies can't do that or their bodies are failing them. And I've heard so many, so, so many women who have come to me or I've heard stories that they've shared on social media about how they had this beautiful birth plan laid out and their birth didn't end up going anything like that because they were told one thing by their OB or their care provider and then in turn they ended up doing something that they didn't want to do because they were afraid. So there's far too much fear mongering and now toss in the lack of support for mothers while they are legitimately laboring and giving birth to their babies and it's just it's just a recipe for disaster. And so I've been very concerned about that and this year there has absolutely been more medicalized births and trauma that have come out of 2020 as a result. And then now we are moving into another year where that is still happening. Because certain policies, well, policies are fluctuating state by state, and they're fluctuating almost like month by month based on what's going on in our world. So then there comes the postpartum period where mothers are supposed to be able to bond with their babies, skin to skin, soak up their smell, breastfeed them. And we have hospitals who are putting policies in place saying that babies were not allowed to be with their mothers 
after being born because of certain COVID policies. So let me, let me just rewind and we'll review this. So you can give birth to your own baby and then strangers who work in a hospital can take them away from you, put them in a nursery and tell you that you can't breastfeed them, but you can pump and then they can feed them. No, that's just, it's not okay and makes legitimately no sense. Another instance of hospital policies trumping what your basic human rights are as a mother and your baby's I mean, what you want for your baby. It's just absolutely insane. So not to mention mothers, once they're home, there have already been issues with not having the support that you need postpartum in general pre-COVID, but now it's even worse. Now it's even worse because family's not around, friends aren't around. They're not able to support mothers in the way that they need them, especially during the winter months too where you're co- you're cooped up inside and you can't get out and you have a newborn and it's freezing i mean mothers need the support yet they don't have it in general but now like i said it's even it's even worse and babies and family members are missing out on bonding with one another during these most critical times of their lives and it's honestly it's heartbreaking and i i remember last year lula was i think she was 9 months old when all of this started happening and i remember feeling really upset. I remember feeling very upset because she was missing out on seeing my parents and missing out on seeing my friends. And then it came to be her first birthday. And obviously that was not what I envisioned it to be. And I just remember being so frustrated and so mad about what was going on. And now we're legitimately a year later and my frustration levels are through the roof because this is just insanity. And I do think that a lot of people have woken up to what's going on in our world and have really started paying attention to truly taking care of themselves, truly doing their own research and forming their own opinions based on those things. (laughs) And so it's wild to me that we live in a world where we're not this is an air quotes, allowed to have different opinions than mainstream media when, I mean, honestly, I just, I have a hard time putting it into words because every single person has the right to make their own decisions when it comes to the health and medical decisions you make for your family. And this year has been, I mean, our society has been pushing to have it only be one way and that's not right and that's not okay and I'm not going to stand for it because it's detrimental to so many people, so many individuals and people might not see it now but I'm telling you right now that you will absolutely see it years down the road with everybody with, but especially with our children and I think that's why I am so fired up about these things is because these are our babies, these are our children, this is the future, future generations we need to be talking to them about thinking critically and talking to them about taking care of themselves and taking care of their health. And it's their responsibility. It's our responsibility as parents to do that. And then it's their responsibility to take care of themselves. And some people might not like that opinion and that's totally fine. I I have many things that I want to cover in this episode. So I'm trying to compile it all into a nice little package for you all. I realize the importance of speaking up about pregnancy, childbirth, and postpartum, but I also want to touch on what what comes after that, 
which is taking care of our children mentally, physically, and emotionally. We live in a society that is moving so far away from what is natural. It already has moved so far away from what is natural when it comes to being a parent and when it comes to your health. And it's honestly, I don't know how we ever got to this point. I really genuinely don't understand it. It starts with the push for women to be vaccinated while they're pregnant when these vaccines have not been tested on pregnant women because according to the vaccine manufacturers, that would be unethical. So you have providers that are recommending that pregnant women are getting these vaccines And then there are women who get these vaccines and then end up having miscarriages. And then there's no, there is no, excuse me, air quotes, in air quotes, connection to the vaccine. And there's no discussion of, hey, this is the vaccine insert. This is, these are all of the risks that come along with it. These are all the adverse side effects or the adverse reactions. So it starts there. That's moving away from what's natural, allowing your baby to grow within your womb without injecting your baby with two different injections. So that would be the Tdap and the flu. Those are the flu shots or what's recommended during pregnancy. And then as soon as your beautiful baby is born, they have hospital standard protocol is to give them a vitamin K shot, a hep B shot, and put erythromycin on their eyes. So mind you, I have not heard of one person or spoken to one person who was ever given a vaccine information sheet or a vaccine insert to read before their children were given the vitamin K shot in the hospital. A vitamin K shot has a black box warning, which means that it can literally cause death. And that's not something that's discussed with people. And it absolutely should be because I know parents whose newborn babies were given the shot without consent from the parents. I also know parents whose babies almost died after receiving it. And I've also have heard stories of people whose babies did die after receiving this. And, you know, it really, it really, really just, I don't, again, another thing that I just don't know how to put into words because it is so wrong and so unethical to do these things and to not provide parents with true informed consent and to have an insanely large immunization schedule for our children that does not compare to the vaccines that our great-grandparents received, our grandparents received, our parents received, or even we received. If you go and you look back at your medical records and compare the amount of vaccinations that your grandparents received, or excuse me, your great-grandparents to your grandparents to your parents to you compared to your child now, it is insane. And many people don't realize this because, again, vaccines are viewed as a controversial controversial conversation when in reality what it should be is that every parent has the right to decide what goes into their children's bodies and their bodies. And I don't know why that is such a controversial thing to say. It's just – it's truly mind-blowing and I – it irks me to my core that people just think that there's only one way to go about living a healthy life and there's no room for debate or or discussion or choice. So for me, it's just I'm sitting here wondering why parents are not given the vaccine insert to read over before deciding about immunizations. They're just told by their doctors, oh, this is what the schedule is. This is what your baby's getting during this well visit. They're also given 
the VIS vaccine information sheet, which does not even come close to including all of the necessary information to make a true informed decision. And so that's another thing that is incredibly frustrating to me and I think is really wrong and unethical as the adverse reactions that are showing up in children after they receive vaccines are being deemed normal by doctors and nurses. And there are so many adverse reactions to vaccines that are not reported, which is a whole another topic of conversation, which I will dive into in another episode. But I'm just saying, why is there no discussion of this? Discussion of adverse reactions and what to look for. Why are doctors pushing for babies to get injected with up to four vaccines at one time? Why are they normalizing adverse reactions to vaccines? Why are they telling you to just give your baby Tylenol, which depletes their glutathione levels, which Again, if you haven't heard that, I wouldn't be surprised because it's not really something that's discussed. Anyways, I plan on diving much more into vaccines in future episodes. I'm just just getting started here. But I wanted to move on to talking about the even larger issue that's become very apparent this year, and that is what health truly is. I believe that Everyone has a different definition of health. Everyone has a different idea in their minds of what it really means, and that's okay. There are going to be varying definitions that range from one end of the spectrum to the other. There are going to be some in the middle, and that's fine. Um, But I truly believe that health has layers. It is mental and emotional, physical, nutritional, and spiritual, and we have to pay attention to each of these layers every day. And as we move throughout our lives, what's going on in your mind? What are you consuming each day? So meaning, what are you reading? Are you spending a lot of time on social media? Are you feeling good about yourself while you're on social media? Are you comparing yourself to other people while you're on social media? Are you stressed or upset and not talking about it? Do you feel happy and excited about your life? Are there things you could be doing to shift your perspective? Do you meditate? Do you go to therapy? Do you journal? How do you take care of yourself? on a day-to-day basis. Then when it comes to physically, are you moving your body each day? Are you sweating? Are you releasing those endorphins? Or are you spending time outside getting sunshine, vitamin D, fresh air, or some sort of exercise in some capacity? I think one thing that I wanted to just and remind people is that they tell you to move around like a baby or like an infant or a toddler because if you think about it, think about how active they are through the day, throughout the day. They're always doing something. And so I think it's really fun and interesting to watch. I have been doing that with my daughter and I just have been trying to get on her level and do more fun things and be more playful and kind of tune back into what it was like to be a child. So that's another point. But okay, back to physically. Do you see a chiropractor? Do you see an acupuncturist? Are you getting enough sleep? And then moving into nutritionally. Are you nourishing your body? Are you spending time eating whole food, eating real food? Or do you find yourself going for processed foods that don't contain a lot of nutritional value? I think it's important to remember that food is medicine and we need to pay attention to that and we need to be eating more real food and less processed food, which again in our society is extremely frustrating to see that There are certain things that are, well, the topic of conversation is that mandated, mandated vaccines in order to go to school and do this and that and X, Y, and Z, but we don't mandate exercise or eating well. And 
smoking cigarettes is still something that's legal, even though it kills people every day. You know, it's just there are certain things that make absolutely no sense that I'm going to be bringing to light and discussing. But anyways, so are you nourishing your body with whole foods? Are you eating real food? Are you drinking enough water? Do you take daily supplements? Do you take herbs? We have moved so far away from nourishing our body and remembering that we only have one body. And if we don't take care of it, there are certain things that are going to come up within our body. So moving on to spiritually, do you feel like you do things that set your soul on fire? Are you using your creative energy or do you feel like you're on autopilot? Are you doing things within the workspace just to get by or just to pay your bills? Are you doing things because you're not comfortable with the idea of stepping out of your comfort zone or trying something new? I think it's important to remind you and tell you that you will never find true health at the bottom of a prescription bottle or in a vaccine or in processed food. You just won't. And unfortunately, a lot of people in our society think that they can just do whatever they want. They can drink to excess. They can eat processed foods to excess and they don't have to exercise. It drives me absolutely insane. And they think that that or they don't understand why there are all of these underlying issues within their bodies. Their bo- your body is brilliant. Your body tells you when something's going wrong. Aches, pains, sickness, these things are your body telling you what's going on. It's so important to be in tune with your body. And unfortunately, many people aren't. And unfortunately, many people think that you can just have a quick fix or a magic pill to make things better. And that's not how it works. You have to let your body heal. You have to give your body a chance to show you what it's capable of. Wearing a mask, over sanitizing your hands, spraying toxic chemicals all over everything we touch, not seeing friends and family and playing outside and getting dirty is A, is not going to help your microbiome, which we need. We need, our body needs both good and bad bacteria in order to function properly and thrive. And B, it is not going to make COVID go away. It's not. It's absolutely not. Viruses mutate and change. When our body contracts a virus naturally, our immune system learns how to fight it off and creates antibodies that will help us later on if we come in contact with that virus again. I think it's one of the things that I've, I've thought about and reflected on so many times over this past year was, do you remember years ago when you went to the doctor's office and if you had any sort of virus, they told you that you just had to wait it out and it would go away on its own? What happened to that? You know, I'm just, I'm just genuinely curious where we have moved this far away from what, what the general advice was that was given to us years ago. What happened to taking responsibility for your own health? for making sure that you're providing your body with what it needs in order to function and thrive and be healthy. And like I said before, letting things run their course, allowing your body to heal on its own instead of throwing over-the-counter medicine or prescriptions at it. I sit back and I think about the amount of over-the-counter medicine that I used to take whenever I wasn't feeling well, and it never helped me. I was always sick for longer. And then once I stopped doing that, if I had any sort of illness, I literally would just nourish my body with whole foods. I would drink orange juice. I would drink water. I would sleep. I would do any natural thing that I possibly could 
in order to get better. And it, it was insane how quickly I got better in all of these situations compared to the times where I was just popping like Advil or NyQuil or whatever. Our bodies are so incredible. And unfortunately, so many people do not see that. And this is in general when it comes to our health. But then again, what I was talking about earlier on in the episode, same thing with pregnancy and birth. Our bodies are incredible and we need to remember what they are capable of. But a lot of the time people don't know what they're capable of because we're told that they need some sort of medical intervention. And it drives me absolutely insane. Anyways, throwing those things at your body is just a band-aid. It is not going to treat the root cause of the problem. It's up to you to figure out what the root cause of your illness or ailment is and address it. And so this is where I would like to talk about naturopathic doctors or functional medicine doctors, because these types of doctors are going to help you figure out what's going on within your body, whether it's running blood work or labs or tests or whatever, changing your diet, paying attention to which foods make you feel good, which foods make you feel bad, supplementing where we need to, because I think, well, I'm not, I think I recently on Instagram was talking about soil depletion and that I could do an entire episode on soil depletion. We are not receiving the same vitamins and minerals from the produce nowadays that we used to 50 years ago. Soil depletion is a really big issue. And so a lot of the time we do need to supplement in order to receive the proper vitamins and minerals and nutrients that our bodies need. Again, just focusing on working with a functional medicine doctor or a naturopathic doctor or anyone who has studied Chinese medicine, or like I was saying earlier, acupuncture a chiropractor, people who are familiar with the body and how it functions and how our immune systems function, that is important. It's important to have conversations, and educate yourself on your immune system, on your body, and on the foods that you're eating in order to make yourself feel better and to heal. We can heal, guys. We It is so possible to heal if you just give your body the chance. So I already said earlier that we live in a society where everyone's looking for a quick fix, a magic pill, very focused on instant gratification. And it's really unfortunate because people are missing out. People are not aware of what their bodies can do. They're just not. And it's it's really sad. It really is. But yeah, so I just wanted to wrap up the episode by talking about the fact that I'm really over and tired of hearing the phrase in quotations, I believe in science being thrown around as an excuse as to why people can shame or gaslight others who make different health decisions for their families and themselves. The amount of divisiveness I've seen in this past year is is really horrible. It's It's disgusting, honestly. And I'm not sitting here telling you that you need to have the same views or opinions that I do. I do not expect you to. I believe that everybody has a right to have their own opinion. I believe that everybody has a right to make their own health choices for themselves and for their families. I'm not going to shame you for doing things differently than I do. And I don't think that that should be something that happens. But unfortunately, it does all the time. It's really, really sad. I saw... Well, I actually watched this documentary. I'm not sure if you guys have watched it, but it's called The Heal Documentary. I, if you have not watched it, I definitely recommend it. But there is a quote from that movie that I wanted to share with you all. It is, health does not always come from medicine. Most of the time it comes from peace of mind, peace in the heart, peace in the soul. It comes from laughter and love. 
And another topic that I don't think is discussed enough is the mindset that you have when it comes to your health and how much your mindset surrounding your overall health and well-being can impact your physical health, your emotional health. And so I'm just here looking to open up a conversation about A, the things that matter, B, talking about holistic health, natural remedies, ways that we can heal our body, and just being more accepting of other people who have different opinions than you do. Because we are not all the same. It would be a boring world if we were all the same. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I just want everybody to realize that we have a choice each day to do things that will bring us closer to true health and nature or push us further away from it. And I am here to do exactly that. Move towards true health, move towards understanding what health really is for myself and also helping others do the same. So that is the conclusion to my TED talk. Thank you all for coming. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I do appreciate each and every single one of you who has listened to the Healthy Balance Birth and Beyond podcast. I am excited to continue recording more episodes. I'm excited to continue having more conversations that open up new perspectives. And if this episode has aligned with you, if you feel like you want to share it with somebody, if you feel like this is what you've been thinking but didn't know how to say it, share it. Share it across your social media or text somebody it or send it in an email. If you have more questions for me, if you want to chat with me personally, as always, send me a DM or reach out to me, Olivia at HealthyBalanceBirth.com. I hope you all have a beautiful weekend and I will be back next week. Bye-bye.